I'm Julie Hyde, and I believe you can't be a leader of others until you are a leader of self. It all starts with leading you. So if you are ready to be the best leader that you can be, you're in the right place. I'll be chatting to a diverse range of leaders who will spill the beans on their leadership, how they changed the game, insights into their mindset, and how they built the courage and resilience to be a modern leader with impact. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Leading You. I have this new fancy setup for my microphone, (laughs) so I'm really hoping that you can hear me and the sound quality is really fabulous for this episode. So thank you for tuning in and today we're going to be talking about courage because courage can come in many forms. Often when we think about courage, we think about superheroes and crusaders who have had to fight through evil to win or someone who has survived a really challenging situation, climbed a mountain or fought for justice. You know, we often think when we think of courage, it's quite synonymous with a lion who is the king of the jungle. But courage doesn't always have to roar. It comes in many forms, often much, much quieter, and often happens to be behind closed doors. It could be someone working through their anxiety, making a decision to support themselves, knowing it wouldn't be a popular decision, publishing their first article, standing up for what you believe. It could be accepting your role in a relationship breakdown. One of my favorite quotes is from Marianne Radmaker. I hope I've said that correctly. Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. And this is certainly how I feel going through my cancer journey, just facing the next day as it comes. But again, it doesn't need to be about something as, as huge as that. I think one of the most courageous things that you can do is accept the person looking at you in the mirror for good or bad. Sometimes that can take great courage, especially if you don't like what you can see. And this is important because until you accept the person looking back at you, you have no chance of changing or leveraging or building your confidence. I think it's fascinating that sometimes when I look in the mirror, I'm not really looking. Have you ever noticed that? I mean, I've done my hair, I've put on makeup, but I haven't really seen myself. It's just a routine that I go through, a habit of looking at my reflection to do something, not really seeing me. And this was very true many years ago when I was working in corporate and it's one of my biggest lessons. I was aspiring to reach a leadership position which involved a lot of responsibility for people, for compliance, for managing a huge volume of deposit monies, loans and clients. I believed that I was ready 
I was doing a great job in my current role. I was working for the leader that I would be reporting to and I was supporting the leaders who I wanted to become as their as their equal. I got an outstanding appraisal. I always got really good feedback. But when I went to speak to my boss and told him that I really wanted to work towards taking the next step in my career, he laughed at me. He thought I was joking. And at the time I was really hurt, but I was very confused because my leader was not a misogynist. He was a huge supporter of women in business. So it wasn't that. There was women within the leadership ranks. So I just was really confused about the reaction. So I thought, I'll, I'll ask him again. I'll say it again. And he, the same reaction was received. He laughed at me. He thought I was kidding. And again, I was really, really hurt. So I was having dinner with a friend a couple of nights after that. And I told him about the situation. And he just looked at me and said, well, that's the perception that you give off. You give off the perception that you're really good at your current role, but no one can see the possibility in you. Our leader can't see that you are ready to take on such a position of responsibility. And I was pretty hurt by that too. And also very confused because I very much respected my friend who I was catching up with and who I got the feedback from. I went into a couple of days of total denial. I hated both of them, (laughs) to be honest, for a period of time. I thought, well, what would you know? So I asked a couple of other people for feedback and they said, oh, yes, you're fun. You're great at your, your current role. Do I see you as a leader of, you know, a huge business? Maybe not yet. And so I remember going back home and I thought, okay, I really had to look at myself in the mirror and really look deeply far beyond that reflection, far beyond what I look like, but look deep into myself. And I thought, is this really who you are? And unfortunately, the answer coming back was yes. This is how you were behaving when you were in the workplace. Lots of fun. Always there to how I was the hostess with the mostess because we used to host a lot of functions. And, you know, always first on the dance floor, trying to make people feel good. And of course, that doesn't necessarily (laughs) work well if you are wanting to take on a huge leadership role. So it worked for me for a period of time, but it certainly wasn't going to work for me for the future. So I needed to make some decisions for myself for the future, not for now. So I really had to change what I call my personal brand. So how I had the brand is Julie Hyde, the fun, fun girl, Julie Hyde, the person you can rely on for help, but not Julie Hyde, the leader. And I had been in leadership roles before, but obviously I'd morphed into the role I needed to play for a period of time. So what I set out to do was to sit down and work out who did I need to be to be considered a leader. And of course, it needed to be authentic to who I was. And 
at that time, this is where I really demonstrated the courage. So the courage was a looking in the mirror and really seeing deep into myself and not liking what I saw. So while I did go into denial for a couple of days there, I had to reach the point of acceptance. So I really had to accept who I was being and who I was at that time and the fact that it wasn't working for me. I also had to accept the fact that I had some pretty amazing people around me who were giving me some really honest feedback because without that feedback, I wouldn't have known because I believed I was being someone, but the perception was I was being someone else. So I had to sit down and think about, okay, who is it that you need to be to be considered a leader? And so I worked that out and I set out to change my behaviors because once you understand the mindset that you want to adopt, once you understand what your values are and embrace those, they will drive you to act in a particular way. They will drive your behaviors. They will drive your actions. They will drive what you're going to do. And that's basically what I had to do. So fun as a value wasn't really working for me. So I had to change that out for someone who was responsible, who was courageous, who was also brave at that time. And a couple of other values in terms of, you know, being really authentic as well. So once I adopted those, my behavior changed and not everybody liked what they see, which is the second point on my journey where I really had to demonstrate courage because people were used to me being a particular way And they were used to the fun girl, you know, really gregarious and someone who was always wanting to help, which of course I continued to do, but I did it in a different way. And I got a lot of feedback then from people who didn't like the change necessarily that I was boring. You know, who is this person? Why are you changing? They were confused. So I really had to stand firm in who I was and that's difficult when you're getting this feedback that you're not necessarily enjoying, that someone's calling you, you know, boring. I mean, I hate being called boring, but that's what I had to work through to stay true to who I was and who I was becoming. So... Very long story short, it took me a year to change my brand, to change my perception. It took me a year of discipline. It took me a year of courage to stay true to who I was. And eventually, my leader says, yes, by all means, apply for the role. We have a vacancy. So I applied for the role. I went through the whole interview process, of course, been extremely nervous and I didn't get the role. So two things could have happened there. I could have thought this personal brand, this change, this new me is complete bullshit and it obviously does not work. 
So I'm going to go back to who I was. Or I could accept the fact that someone else was better than me and that really, (laughs) you know, pushed against my competitiveness to accept the fact that someone else was more suitable for the role at that time and keep persisting. And I chose the second option, which is, again, courageous, very subtle courage, but it's there. So eventually I did get that role. And then, of course, because I'd been um, demonstrating these behaviours for over a year and this is who I was now, I could step into that role with um, conviction, with confidence and with the understanding that I had the full support of everyone around me. And I think that this is a great lesson. It was a, a, a massive lesson for me in terms of when we are wanting to go further to take the next step in our career, to win that pitch or whatever you're going for, we really need to demonstrate the abilities that's required for the future, for that future role before you actually are considered ready for it. You need to put yourself forward. You need to get outside of your comfort zone, but it's not just automatically going to happen. You have to do the work. You are the only one who can change any sort of perception of you. You're the only one who can try and sort out any part of a relationship breakdown that you have caused. You're the only one who can take responsibility for exactly where you're at right now and either choose to embrace it or change it. But it's only when you get to that stage of acceptance. And of course, that all takes courage. I didn't see it at the time, but of course, I can now see it with the benefit um, of time. So if you are someone who doesn't believe that you are courageous, you absolutely are. I encourage you to really see your reflection in the mirror and ask yourself beyond the aesthetics, beyond the surface of what you see, do you like what you see when you're looking deeply? You are the only one who can embrace you and accept you and change you. Only you, no one else. That's the power that we have as humans. And it's really empowering to understand that. And it's also very liberating if you choose to accept it. So thank you as always for listening and for being a leader of you. I really hope that you have got something out of this story and that you can share this episode or you can take it on for yourself. And I look forward to sharing future insights with you in the coming months or the coming weeks. Thank you.